listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot. Such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your no one's face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Top that. Stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. Top that. Stop that. I wish you'd finally take a real look and really stop that. <laughs> What's this? Stop that. What gives? Stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. Top that. Big deal. Top that. Unreal. You can try until you're blue. I will make a fool of you. Top that. <laughs> Word. <laughs> hey. She tried to watch beforehand on YouTube. Oh, but. I just wanted to see the source material. <laughs> you know, there's there's never a bad time to watch Teen Witch, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, we are live on a Sunday. Um, the Blackout Tips, obviously, with your host Rod and Karen. And um, if you're not familiar with the voices that you just heard, it's our first time on our show, but uh, we listen to them all the time, so we're very familiar we with the voices. Um, it's Mike and Elizabeth from We Just Saw a Movie podcast. What's going on, guys? Nothing much, and thanks so much, guys, for having us on. We're really, you know, honored and, and privileged to be here, but uh, really excited, and and yeah, can't uh, can't wait. Uh, yeah, we um. So uh, I guess even before we even start the show, today is our 16th anniversary. I know, right? So, Congratulations! Is, thank you. Something. And this is a great uh, this is a great anniversary present. Okay, um, it is because we look. I, I save your episodes for me and Karen to listen to in the car together. So it's kind of like our thing is the uh, throne. We just saw a movie and, and check out what you guys think about the movie because we uh, always um, go to uh, like we always go to the movies every Thursday mm-hmm. and we review movies too. But um, we like so when you guys are going to movies, we're normally seeing the same movie that week and everything. So it's kind of like oh, let's see what Mike and Elizabeth thought about the movie too. So um, yeah, we appreciate y'all uh, coming on. No, that's that's great, and yeah, we're one of the things we worry about with the podcast is like because we always go see whatever came out new, so we worry about putting it out too early. So we like to put it out the week after, which sometimes like I feel like with a movie review, you want to put it out before people can see it, but also we like you know giving people a chance to see it, and then also like spoiling it too because we like to just talk about it, you know, and ruin it for everyone because we're <laughs> we're no fun like that. So yeah, it's but it's good to hear that you guys like it. So we're we're really. Uh, honored to hear that yeah man um matter of fact you took us out because we saw mile 22 yes and your mark Wahlberg impression was killing us <laughs> in the car I was, I was like oh my god that was him the whole movie and i don't i don't even know what made them decide they could center a movie around like such an unlikable character right he was the worst but but it was so but it was so dead on <laughs> but but what was weird to be about his character in this movie, it's almost like, and I think I said this on the podcast, but for those of your listeners who haven't listened, it's like he's he's realized that people are catching up to the fact that he seems like a real dum-dum, so he's doubling down on the condescension, and that one character he played in The Departed is like everybody now. Like, he's just, he's just being that guy, 
times like a thousand. It's like you're you're not getting smarter because you're pretending everyone else is dumber. I'm sorry. It's also that thing where um it feels like every role in that movie was written for a dude. And every then, role. And, and then at some point they were like, oh, we need diversity, you know, like Me Too and stuff. Like we got to do better. So then they went and got Ronda Rousey right. and Laura, Lauren uh, Cohen. Right. But then they gave Lauren Cohen like the exact storyline they give like every Angry bitter dude. ass old man that's like, my ex-wife is yeah. bitch doesn't want me to see my kid bro <laughs> it was something they gave it to Lauren Cohen and they're like see guys it's like diversity and shit no we don't want that type of diversity <laughs> in this one they just made the white guy the white bitch this time right. he, was, he was probably a good dad actually we don't know we just know that he was trying to you know take care of his kid right. Right. he was probably doing all the right things at home cooking and cleaning right. and like yeah, it's like in the lunches. He's putting it on the bus. I mean, you're over there in you know uh, Endicott City or whatever the hell the fake city was called. He's like, I've been killing Crazy. people. I don't have time to see our daughter, but it doesn't make me a bad wife. Okay, that, that is the exact definition of a bad parent, though. You got to be there. Crazy. I can't. Also, be I don't get the one thing with Ronda Rousey. I didn't get was. Uh, like, every character she has now, I think they've figured out her, like, range. And I'm not trying to be mean to her. Right. But, uh, you know, I think her range is kind of limited. And I think they've figured out that her character is just scowling woman who can fight. Mm. Like, what does she have to be angry about? Like, she, <laughs> she was an MMA champion. She's been given the WWE title on a platter. You're in movies. Like, smile. Come on. It's, it's not bad. Rhonda, it's not that you got you got a pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I want to see a movie where like Ronda Rousey gets to be like the love interest in a rom com. That would be dope. Like, let's just let's just change the whole paradigm, you know? Like, let's see what she's got some acting chops because I've never really seen her in anything for more than twenty minutes now. So it's like she has a limit, and everybody knows it. They're like, all right, that's enough, Ronda Rousey. Let's get her out of here off the set. Um, but nah, I love her. I think you're onto something there, and I think we look at two. I'm just spitballing here, but two people that I think could use a transition acting wise is Ronda Rousey, and I think we see the last couple of movies were not a hit. I think The Rock and Ronda Rousey in a rom com, mm, yes. maybe that you know an action rom com. I'm just you know Hollywood. If you're listening, you know you guys can have that. Bono, that's cool, but yeah, I, I think that'd be great. They can, they I, I, would, I would go see that. They can meet at the gym while they're working out, lifting weights. You know, yeah. Pretty much writes itself, you know. Mm-hmm. Things start blowing up. Yeah, a bunch of working out, sweating, exercising. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody would mind. I kind of everybody miss- would probably stare at them like, who are these two big motherfuckers in here for no goddamn reason? Right. I kind of miss, um, like I feel like Ronda Rousey kind of took um, my girl Gina Carano's spot because she was supposed to be like the MMA crossover actress star. Um, and she started one of my favorite movies, Haywire, which I, I really think was an underrated movie. Um, but then it's like she just stopped getting work because Ronda Rousey came around. And I was like, this is just like MMA. Like, you left there to get away, <laughs> to get some opportunities. And then here she comes, not even as good as you, and took everything again. Poor Gina Carano. That too. You know, I'll just, I'll take that opportunity while I'm at it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've never seen Haywire. I love Soderbergh, so I've I've always wanted to check that out. It's so good, man. It's like a um, it's like uh, what do you call it? like almost like a genre movie where yeah. it's not just that it's action, but it's I mean the action is really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, Soderbergh being the weirdo that he is, like 
lets Gina Carano really like fight these fucking actors. Really and shit. fight them, yes. <laughs> and it's like it's like all these like either wide shots or these super long takes of her just beating people's ass for real. Um, so uh that was one of the benefits because you know she's not necessarily the greatest actress and she has kind of like this thing with her voice. Um, she talks, she kind of talks like this or whatever. So they kind of like digitally mess with her voice to lower it a couple of octaves right but um it's so good and then it's also like a 70s um flavor to it like with the music and the style of dress and stuff like it's a really weird movie but i really fucking like that movie man and i feel like not enough people got to see it so i hope you do check it out it's really fun um speaking of checking oh, yeah. out speaking of checking out things you guys got to see this and i forgot so we didn't go see it uh fathom events needs like a better needs better promotion but yes they do you guys got to go see cowboy bebop uh in the theater i the was movie. hurt because i heard about it afterwards and i was like oh no how did i miss this because we we watched like the dragon ball z ones like we love it they have one for hero academia coming out like next month i was like get the tickets i'm not missing that one <laughs> Uh, I've got a question for you guys. If you had a choice, if you had caught the, the ad that I guess was really, you, I don't know how you caught it, but. I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, would you have chosen subbed or dubbed to go see? Oh, I love subtitle. Like, I'm so not a snob. Mm-hmm. I'm so basic when it comes to my yeah, anime. And I'm not learning another language. I'm sorry, y'all. Well, I, I mean, it's not learning another language. You just have to read. Um, but I, I, I don't, I don't mind, um, <laughs> I don't mind, I don't mind dubbed if I have no, I mean, so I don't mind subbed if I have no choice, but I mean, I, I think I said it backwards. I, I want dubbed. I want to see the version where. I'm not reading the screen. Right. Um, because sometimes when I'm reading, uh, the screen for anime and it's only with anime, it's not with foreign movies or anything. I start to get sleepy. Like I'm reading a comic book or a book and I start <laughs> dozing off and I, I hate, you know, I want to pay attention, but I can't help it. And then, um, also with certain, um, levels of anime, right? So like with your more expensive stuff, like a cowboy bebop, they will do a good job with the yes. with the dub like they won't just half ass it and have like the mouse not matching up or you know like it's not translating right right they'll take that extra beat and be like okay let's like how would they say this in like american english english as like a colloquialism they wouldn't just right. say like the exact translation so maybe jet would be like um watch buzz off as opposed to them being like you know uh the original translation is go fly a helicopter or something they'd be like well they wouldn't say go fly a helicopter <laughs> so i you know for <laughs> say again Elizabeth. i'm sorry you got cut off a little bit but yeah yeah that's uh i don't know i think what? It was your first anime you've ever seen. Oh. That's true. It was. Which is wow. Yeah. Your very first one? What what'd you think of Very I mean What'd you think about I'm sorry? It? What'd you think about it? I liked it. I mean I liked it. I thought it was a a nice, like uh simple story and I and I said this on the podcast too, like simple it not in a bad way. Right. Uh it was just like a detective noir type story and I liked it. I thought it was it was cool. It had uh, you know, good action, but like the, the, the mystery beats were cool too. So I enjoyed it. I just kind of went in with, I, I'm not like anti anime. I just, right. it had never really been my thing. And I'd seen like bits here and there, but like I'd never watched a whole movie or a whole episode of a show. 
So for me, it was kind of a cool experience. It was kind of her thing. And to, to be able to see that for the first time with her was kind of cool. So I went into it with an open mind and I was, uh, surprised, not surprised, but just, you know, entertained. Wow. That's interesting. Uh, Cause I guess me and Roger, we love anime. And so we've watched like the whole series of Cowboy Bebop. We got it here at the house. We watch like the music is like the best thing ever. I used to take the music, just put it up as my ringtone, like the intro. It, I, it's it like, I love the music. <laughs> yes, it's, it's like everything to me. And the thing is, uh, watching the series, like episode by episode, it builds upon each other. And I think here in America, we look at quote unquote cartoons. We think of Scooby-Doo, Tom and Jerry, right. He-Man, He-Man. Like, we, we don't think of cartoon as adult cartoons because if you really think of anime, like they have whole genres. Like, like we watch soap operas, they have anime like soap operas, murder mysteries, you name it. It yep. has hentai. Like, if you want sex in your anime, like <laughs> you name it, they got it. Pornography. So they don't treat they don't treat quote unquote cartoons like we do here in America. Yeah, like adult cartoon in America means that it's like raunchy, like cursing or funny or something. But over there, it could just be like, this is about an actress who killed herself and we're going to make an hour and a half movie out of this shit. Um, what, <laughs> the thing I like about anime though versus a lot of American entertainment is that a lot of times the storyline is finite. Right. So they'll be like, we're going to tell us a, a, a half hour story for 28 episodes and then we're never ever ever going to fucking talk about this again that's it like there's no season two there's no like uh like so like uh, but i kind of like that i wish more american entertainment had that type of um you know that type of approach because sometimes the way we approach things for profit motive we end up like stretching shit out to the point where you're like really do we need four seasons of true blood was it still like aren't y'all making this up now did this happen in the book what is this now and i, I kind of wish uh more american entertainment had that right and one thing i realized because me and roger watch so much anime because they do a beginning the middle to the end some of our favorite animes are by the same group of people Right. Like, like, they're like, oh, we finished Cowboy Bebop. Let's do Samurai 7. We finished Samurai 7. Like, like, that, like, the, right. the creative people are able to constantly be creative and give you new things. Right. And that's really what I love it. Now, they have their stuff today, Money Maker 2. Don't right. get me wrong. Right. Like, Inuyasha, yeah, Naruto. Um, what was it? One Piece. One Piece yeah. got like a thousand episodes. Right. I don't know how long that bitch is. Right. You know, but it's rare for them to have anime that goes that long. All right, guys. Yeah, and I. Th- oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna. Say, uh, Karen, what you're saying was interesting because it's almost like in in I guess American cinema or whatever or entertainment, you look at it as like you have franchises in you know in the you know with the characters or the the property. But I think it's interesting to look at almost not that the the creators look at it this way, but a franchise in terms of like what like like we were talking about Soderbergh before. I like looking at his stuff as like almost a series in and of itself, even though it's, it's not, right. you know, they're not necessarily linked, but I like looking at that that way. So I think that that's an interesting point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's it's like, Oh, go ahead. Elizabeth. Having a portfolio. Yeah. 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 It's just like an yeah. 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 Exactly. It's, it is like having a portfolio. It is like being able to say like, Oh yeah. Um, this was my such and such mood. This was, uh, this, this era of their style, you know, and then also they get to bring their developments to like a new fresh project and you see them get better. Cause like the same people that made Cowboy Bebop made 
uh samurai shampoo mm-hmm. which is like oh another they, one i love that was like a, a blend of like hip-hop and mm-hmm. um anime and, and japanese influence um and then like you know considering that you know they came from jazz and japanese influence and like futuristic stuff like it was just cool to see them use other tools and a lot of times when you know with american stuff you just end up stretching yourself thin where it's like i can direct one movie but then i'm gonna produce seven movies and then i'm gonna fucking write this movie and it's like i don't know man what if you could just like continue like making little your babies like continue making like another pet project over and over um you know anyway um speaking of movies guys let's talk about some movies this year what's y'all's favorite movie that came out uh 2018 uh i'll go with you first elizabeth and then mike okay oh man I don't know. Hold on, I just need one second. What, what do you have one ready? Uh, I'm trying to think of something that's come, well, I mean, I will say that I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Uh, the first thing I'll say, cause we just saw it, uh, and I, I wanted to talk about it was we saw The Dark Knight in IMAX, uh, mm. which I know that was released 10 years ago, but they did a 10 year re-release, and we saw it in, uh, the Lincoln Center, uh, IMAX theater in New York, which is one of the biggest in the, in the country, I think. And I gotta say, it was like one of, probably the best movie going experience I've ever mm. had. And I know, like I said, I know I'm cheating and it wasn't the, uh, you know, it didn't come out this year, but, <laughs> um, it was, it was just unbelievable. So that's like the first thing that stood out to me as far as the movie going experience. As far as the movies itself, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what my favorite is. We saw uh, Phantom Thread this year, which was one of my favorites. Um, but I think I got technically, I don't know, that's 2018. Mm. Um, Black, Black Panther was this year, right? Yeah, yeah. It feels like forever ago. I know. It does. I think we, the, one of the things about Black Panther that they ran into was just having Infinity War like a few months yeah. after it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of sucked up because he was even in that. Uh, and that kind of sucked up some of the like historic, mm. uh, whatever that. And it, it you know, kind of didn't get it too, but that, that's definitely up there. Uh, Phantom Thread, I would say, I think it came out late last year, but we saw it early this year. Mm-hmm. And man, that was just another one that was like really, uh, just, just well done. Yeah, just one of those movies that's like a movie. Like, this is why you make movies to make a movie. <laughs> no, that sounds stupid, <laughs> no, I, but it was very. I think what you're trying to say is like to have the experience be like cinematic. It's not yeah, necessarily cinematic. made to be like right. enjoyed at home. Exactly. Like on mm-hmm. a DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. But yeah, that, that kind of thing was. That, that we really enjoyed. Yeah. I think we saw it in 70 millimeter yeah. also. Yeah. I say yeah. 70 millimeter like I know the different films. <laughs> they just told that. They just like say that like, oh, this is in 70 millimeter. I say great. And then after that, I'm like, 70 millimeter. And yes. my part smells delicious. It's I'm, great. I'm the same like, way I'm with, the, uh, I'm the same way with TV definition when people are like, oh yeah, right there. That's a, that's a T 1080p picture right there. I'm like, oh, word. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, you can totally feel the 1080, all the extra P's coming off of it. But I, I can't tell, to be honest. No, the only the <laughs> only one I can tell, they have like a TV. I don't know if it's like a 4K or real life TV. We went to some restaurant and uh the dude was like talking. It was like a cooking channel. And I love like Food Network and shit. And that shit looked so real. I felt like it was like sizzling. I wanted to go up and reach and touch him. And I felt like I did. He would turn around and smack my hands and be like, bitch, don't touch me. Because he looked like he was in the room. I was like, what the fuck is this? yeah that and like that's like a type of tv i don't even think right, that's i don't like, know what what kind of tv <laughs> right. that was i don't know if that was director's cut tv but that shit looked real but it it didn't it wasn't like a um 
right it wasn't like a definition though you know what i'm saying like Mm-mm. because um i know the brand of tv and it wasn't like you know 4k or 10a or whatever it was just like whatever the fuck they do to that those type of tvs it just looks different than regular tv like they got the best setup it's like when you do at best buy you go into best buy you be like oh yeah well this tv you get it at home you be like my what the fuck is wrong with my cable it don't look like this um so uh i can't tell either is what i'm saying so like if they're like even with um but uh the but but with certain movies as y'all said with phantom threat it is meant to be seen in the movie theater and i felt that way about um avatar and i think yes i think avatar got unfairly like critiqued and in like post coming out of the theater like it made all the fucking money which means everybody saw it everybody loved it and people were going back multiple times and then like after it was out of the theater everybody was like oh bullshit uh this movie is fern gully nobody like uh predictable plot unobtainium bull what is this shit but then it was like but remember when we were in the theater guys and we all like had our fucking minds blown for uh two and a half hours and we walked out of there like what the fuck i can't believe a movie made me feel like that and and everybody's like no that was like 10 minutes ago fuck that movie so i that but, but that's how that movie felt it felt like in the theater it was they should re-release that too like that dark knight felt like that you know i love i love those movie type of experiences go ahead absolutely and i so i thought about it and i've had help from uh one of your faithful commenters here that kind of jogged my memory a little bit mm-hmm. uh so just think about some of the movies there are two movies i think so far that are probably my two favorites uh, I'd, I'd say Black Panther and Infinity War are also up there, but that's like, everybody likes those. So right. I think that's just one of those things everybody can agree on. Uh, but the two that stood out to me, uh, would be Sicario 2. I love that movie. I thought it was really great. Mm. I thought it took the original Sicario story and kind of extended it in a, in a way that didn't feel forced. I love the characterization in there. And then also Black Klansman, which you didn't see. I saw it with a buddy of mine, uh, a couple weeks ago, and that was another one that was just, it was like I, I I did a podcast about it uh, by myself, uh, which those episodes are never good as the one we do together. Um, getting those brownie points, but um, but it is true. The thing though. I love about true. that's right, that's right. It, yeah, it is. But the, the the way the way that movie blended like the history and and the the comedy like together and into one movie, I just thought was like a, a feat that we hadn't seen in a while, and I I thought it was outstanding. I feel like I feel like with Spike Lee, he's so like militant and like hardcore like these white people racist like every movie yeah every movie is fight the power and i don't feel like he changed i feel like the world kind of changed and it made him more relevant because it's like well now that trump's in office maybe spike's got a point let's go see what he has to say (laughs) it's like oh okay yeah yeah nazis (laughs) nazis are still around the kkk is bad we have a racist president you know what good point spike good point my bad man (laughs) so it was good to see him back um, I don't, but Elizabeth probably wouldn't have liked it because it's based off of a real story. So, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't do it anymore. <laughs> we this eternal argument we have, and it's just it's frustrating. <laughs> um, Karen, what's your favorite movie of 2018 so far? I, I don't know. You, you knew know, I asked them to. So they, I mean, because I, mean, I, I, been, I, been, I was going to ask I, you. It had been running through my mind. <laughs> and truthfully, I'm not going to lie. My favorite movie of all year is Infinity Wars. Um, and the biggest reason why is because 
the very first the, we watched it several times mm-hmm. but the very first time we seen it and it ended i literally turned at roger like bitch what like like I, it, it was like something overtook me like oh no like we started off sad and we ended sad like what are you doing to my emotions like i've not watched a lot of movies but this was one where i i got emotional like and and the thing is i am somebody who like a lot of people there are people that read all the comic books know all i don't know none of all all of that i read beats and pieces but i'm going by the comic book movie that they showed me like the comic book movies is my Mm -hmm. series of comic books so i'm in that genre of people so me following that series i was like what the fuck is this like so it was one of the movies that like made me look at the screen and look at him and look around and sit there with everybody else with like two minutes of like silent shock as like everything i mean it literally it was like somebody had died like you sit there and everything was just quiet and you just you could have heard a pin needle drop mm-hmm. and yeah. and the thing is what was even i don't want to say better but when we went to go see it again watching other people see it for the first time Mm -hmm. and we saw their reaction i was like okay like this is we was i was like okay this is part of the reaction that everybody's giving there so my because we always go see stuff on thursday night so we're like the first people to like see it like if you show it at six or five we're there whatever your first showings is so for me i watch a lot of movies but that emotion that overtook me that that nerdum type of feeling you know i'm glad it wasn't a comic because i probably would have just looked at it and was like no you know like it was a lot it, it was emotionally a lot so that was my one of my favorite movies of the year yeah i think the same thing about um infinity war um and the other thing is as a comic book reader that knows the story and all that stuff part of me felt like would it be in disney and pg-13 and kind of like kids you know kids are seeing this and shit i kept thinking like well they'll kind of pull their punch on the end because who wants to fuck up these kids that bad like i remember when i watched um transformers the movie the cartoon movie when i was a kid and optimus prime died i was fucked up man i was like is this death what is this shit when is he coming back someone heal him and he just never came back that was it like he died in like 30 minutes and it was just like all right guys time to move on and fight the rest of the war i was like oh this is a real war motherfuckers can die <laughs> like so this that's kind of how black Panther. i mean how um infinity war fell at the end to me um not because i was like oh these people will never come back or whatever i'm no. obviously an adult right but i just thought that they like give some hope or something at the end like don't worry guys after the credits we we figured a way to get them back or something like they just were like nah fuck you and then it and then it ends with like thanos will return and i was like oh right and, oh, and, and you know what it doesn't even say if the avengers will return no. it says this motherfucker's coming back right and that's when i really got mad i was like oh fuck you disney of course we know he's coming back but you didn't have to make right. insult the injury and i had to sit there and look at him smirk as he looked at the sun and it fades away i was right. like you have and i thought after that i was like oh that it's gonna be another piece like like i don't know right. why mentally i thought well maybe this is gonna be a five-hour movie all right, right. let's go you know and, i was like come on well also <laughs> the other part of it is we watched all the avengers movies right and there's like i don't know 15 16 of them right we watched but, every single one right but the point not not just we i mean the world like right. everybody right there 
undefeated they're the fucking globetrotters of fighting things like they like nobody's really ready for them to lose even if you knew they were losing coming in you're like nah but not i mean but then it'll be like a way that they kind of win in the loss and we'll know like wink wink we're gonna kick their ass but i really did kind of feel like yeah so what the fuck do you do to fix this shit you know what i mean like you guys wrote yourself quite a conundrum here that is not easily resolved what what is this you know so i kind of feel like um for movie going experience this year that was probably my favorite movie going experience um for something that came out in 2018 because i was just like oh my god that they did it like i just can't believe they did it right and and i think for me i felt like when people read comic books and you're reading a series and you have to literally wait from month to month to month to month like you'd be like okay you eat it up real good and you're like shit i got another 30 days before i can that's how i felt because then i was you know looking online i was like yeah we won't be back to 2019 and that really made me bad i was like what do you mean 2019 like i got to wait a whole fucking year are you serious and they've already filmed the other part of the movie so like it's not even like like they could have put out like let's resolve this next month guys these guys are hanging in limbo they're all fucked up like but i think between this they're gonna put out captain marvel and then they're gonna put out so captain marvel gonna bring it i don't know what the fuck captain marvel must gonna be I'm like so excited about superman that. out this motherfucker because ain't nobody fucking with thanos like i don't know what captain marvel got up her sleeve but it better be a lot and then like that movie also takes place like in the 80s or some shit so it's probably gonna be kind of funny and hopefully we get like maybe some time travel shit maybe they're gonna save him with time travel i don't know mm. they're not gonna save him by fighting the fair one with, with thanos because he whooped the hulk's ass like he whooped everybody's ass that like we, everybody we respect that we have watched never lose got their ass whooped everybody so, was take everybody was taking them l's and the thing is i'm really excited about i don't know much about captain marvel but i'm really excited about captain marvel because i think that uh captain marvel will be done justice for a woman-centered superhero movie Mm -hmm. you know when it came to wonder woman i don't care what nobody said they did not market correctly they did not push they did not promote wonder woman really could have came out like gangbusters do you know how many people did not know when that movie came out that shows you have bad promotion you know but i think when wonder woman comes out and it's coming out in, in women's month you're gonna have women groups sell out the theaters like like it, it is going to gross a lot more than wonder woman that's my yeah, prediction possibly so i am really excited to see them do it justice and see the movie focus around her and not trying to be funny not seeing the wonder woman we got is not the wonder woman that i think the director's vision was I, I think they forced her to water it down and eliminate stuff and i don't think they gave her the budget that she should have had to actually do it correctly it was a good movie i'm not knocking that but i think with this they're gonna be like how much you want to get let me write you a million more okay it's all right if we go over the budget like they're gonna really let them do their thing so i'm really excited about that movie yeah, i hope they learn from um from black panther and uh like well if you give every if you give people the tools and the money then they're gonna reap more benefits financially than if you kind of hamstring the budget you know so hopefully dc learn although that is saying dc learned something with movies and that's probably yeah, yeah, not that's gonna happen go, um, go ahead baby think, yeah i was gonna say i think the marvel sorry i won't be back but okay say it, uh, say it say it again I, do y'all have headphones well then they would have to split them they, they got one oh, yeah. okay okay my bad anyway go, go ahead what were you saying mike 
I was just saying, like, I think the fact that the Marvel brand and the, is so much stronger than the DC brand, it's just right. crazy to me that you see movies like Batman and Superman having trouble compared to Thor. And and I think Captain Marvel will stack up that same way to Wonder Woman. It almost doesn't matter which character they put up against her. You know, it's it's not that they're in direct competition. Right. But um, I do think that the fact that Captain Marvel is not a household name, you know, I couldn't pick ten people on the street and know she who she is, but I still think it's going to probably do better just because of the marketing behind it. Like you said, Cameron, like I think the marketing for it's going to be a lot better. And there's, they're like um, Marvel at this point. Like I feel like the floor for their movies is like seven out of ten. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like a bad Marvel movie, it was a, it was only like a seven out of ten mm. to me. But then like a, a good Marvel movie is like a ten out of ten. So like there's an experience and then you know obviously dc's floor is you know a lot lower yeah and and also something that i'm looking forward to with captain marvel are little girls coming out with all those outfits like like i am so looking forward to the the capes and the outfits and the and the toys and the thing is people complain about toys i don't really think it's marvel it's the fucking toy companies that actually fuck yeah. up the sales for them because marvel is like y'all got the right to everything toy companies like hmm, we don't know because the thing is when black panther came out there was not a black panther's happy meal you need like 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 i'm looking at these which things. is weird because right. like mcdonald's specializes in black ass commercials so you would think that's like a no-brainer yeah. like every mcdonald's commercial has like at least like two extra black people in it than other people's commercials <laughs> and then they were like oh no nah, we don't really no one's gonna buy this toy it's like oh you idiots you could have made so much money right it's, it's like they 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 fuck it up for themselves it's like it's like marketing. It's like, yeah. don't you want all the money? And Marvel is like, yes, we want all the money. Everybody was like, hmm, we want some of the money. So, um, the other <laughs> yeah. question I have though for you guys is, what was your like least favorite film of 2018 so far? Like most disappointing or whatnot? Oh, I have an answer for that one. There we go. Yeah. Tully. Oh. I hated Tully. Well, that was um. <laughs> Uh, who's that woman? Um, was that Charlize Theron? Yep. Okay, alright, alright. Um, yeah, I didn't see that one. What was so bad about it? Um, I really hated it. There's a twist ending that was really stupid and kind of undercut the message of the entire movie. Mm. I thought. That's always But I don't want to spoil it, so if you've seen it, we, we it have not, not good. We have not seen it. Um, but and then sometimes when I don't see the movie, I save y'all's review for when I see the movie, so I can go back and be like, oh, yeah. okay. Um, what about you, Mike? Was there anything let you down this year? You know, the one that I think I was most disappointed by that I thought was just going to be excellent was probably the Meg. I mean, I think going into that, you think you know Jason Statham and a giant shark. Let's get the Oscar, right? I thought that was better than what I expected. No, I wasn't really. No, I, I think I wasn't better. I just was disappointed that it wasn't stupid enough. Like, yeah. I was really hoping for a mm. much dumber time at the movies. But we had a good time, like, ripping on it. But I don't know. I think Tully was pretty bad. I, I don't know if I was disappointed by that. I do. It was from Jason Reitman, who directed Up in the Air and Juno. Uh, so he's he's really good, uh, usually. Uh, so I, I was, I think that one would probably be the one that kind of stuck out as kind of a, a disappointment. That was just one of the movies that I walked out of the theater, like, angry with, like, mad that that movie got made. And that doesn't really happen, like, very often. So that's why it sticks out in my memory. 
the only time that I don't know if you guys have, have heard this story, we've recounted it several times on the podcast, but Elizabeth will get viscerally angry based on a bad movie. And the, the time this started was we saw the movie Jersey Boys, which came out in 2014 before we did the podcast. Uh, now, you know us, we go see pretty much anything, especially me. I'll go see literally anything if you've got a bucket of popcorn in front of me. I don't care. But I was like, hey, why don't we go see this movie? Clint Eastwood directed it. He's made some good movies. Some of his movies really stink, but some of his movies are pretty good. Uh, and it's got some good actors in it. And she's like, okay. Uh, the movie was like half musical, half dour drama, which are not, it's not a good combination. And she literally would barely talk to me on the walk home. Like it was, I still bring it up to this day. Like, because she was so mad, as if I had been the one who not directed and written the movie, but like financed it no. and actually made it from production. Like, I had been the produ- like executive producer, Mike Eltrian. That's why this sucked. Man, I'm not talking to this guy for at least a week. This is, this is not happening. That was mad. Ever since then, now I get worried after a movie, like, she's not gonna like it, where it's gonna be like a whole uncomfortable walk out. And who, so who, I really try to, who wanted Sorry. to go, who wanted to go see it? Did you want to go see it, Mike, or? What? I mean, wanted is a strong word. You know? uh, I, I, I said we should see it. You know, I'll take that L on that one, but I will say that it was my pick. So I, I, I take that blank, but yeah, that it was my pick. Yeah, when it's a bad, when it's a bad movie and one of you like picks it, the other person is kind of like, I can't believe you did that to me. You know? Yeah! What I mean? Like it doesn't, it's, it's more yeah. than just like, Precisely. oh, we, yes. we experienced this bad thing together. It's more, why would you torture me? No, you knew this. You betrayed me. You knew this was going to be bad. And you did this to me. Uh, Karen, what was your least, uh, your least, your most disappointing movie, uh, this 2018? Well, uh, well, I got, I got two, but I think, mm-hmm. oh, I, I'll come back. The number one was Tomb Raider. I was very, very, very uh. disappointed with Tomb Raider yeah. because I have actually played the video game, but it was too intense, so I stopped. So, but um, I've actually watched Roger play the video games, like the newer versions, and it's beautiful and it's it's colorful, and I was like, oh, this is like this is going to be good. They they did everything but properly Tomb Raid. It was mm. bad, <laughs> and like I was like, what is this? Right? Because it was like, okay, I won't do Tomb Raider, and like the last twenty five percent was the Tomb Raiding, like. This is not what I want to see. I didn't give a fuck what it took to get her there. We could have started the movie with her in the ocean and the boat crashes, and then we could do all the yep. other stuff. Like, you wasted so much time. I was like, ah, that in the Fantastic Beast movie. I love all the Harry Potter movies. Never that, read the That's book. not 2018, but go ahead. Okay. Oh, my bad. It, it, okay, but yeah, I was disappointed in that one. So I'm looking at this other one with, with Johnny Depp halfway, like, mm, I don't know. So, um. Yeah in the theater i feel like 2018 has been a really good year um for me like even movies that i thought were just okay i really ended up like it i enjoyed the movie um but mm-hmm. um like like there was stuff like dinner thieves which you know not necessarily a good movie but i i enjoyed it for what it was um yeah. the most disappointing movie i saw this year wasn't in the theater um but netflix has this movie called the outsider um starring uh jared leto and that it was like a white man in the yakuza and it's terrible 
yeah like, you talked about they, that one i was they, like yeah he sounded like he was highly upset because you know roger normally is like yay or nay you know really simple but this one he actually told me the plot and when i was like oh you must be highly upset sir yeah i just thought we weren't making, <laughs> I, I thought we weren't making movies like this anymore you know like and then netflix right. it's, it's like netflix does this thing where they buy everything right and you would think like okay they're buying stuff because they're gonna try to take chances on things that are outside the beaten path so we're getting new type of stories but then sometimes they just buy shit and you're like you just bought this because you could you didn't even vet it to see if it was good or better or different and (laughs) if like you're just totally relying on the fact that i don't want to leave my house yeah as the selling point that's not like that's kind of some bullshit like spend money that i would have went to go to the theater to see it and make me feel like what a value i stayed home and i saw a theater quality movie um as opposed to this bullshit um so that would probably be my most disappointed movie i didn't see in a theater um as far as in the theater man i don't know it feels like i walked into every movie this year knowing about what to expect so i wasn't really let down by anything if anything i probably enjoyed more bad movies this year than like i enjoyed tyler perry's acrimony i enjoyed breaking in yes i did me too um, they were not good movies but i had a ball like um breaking in was awesome yes yeah. i love that one uh i loved um in a oh go ahead no i just i love breaking in in a ironic way i guess <laughs> Yeah, it, was, like it wasn't a good movie, but it was fun. Right, and also like you know where they fucked that movie up? That one stabby dude that reminds me of uh, Roberto the stabbing robot from Futurama. Yes, he does. That dude should have been the bad guy. The other dude's not even scary. Yes. Like that that rapey dude with the knife. Like there's your villain. Who who fucking cast that guy as the like as the not villain? Like what the fuck? He's He's like, also, oh. the main bad guy was just like a good businessman. He was like, yeah, I just want to get, like, I'm, yes, I'm committing a crime, but I just want to commit the main crime. I don't right, want to commit right. other crimes. Right. Like, right. kill I'm, people. I just want to get that money. Yeah. I feel like we could have made a deal on that. <laughs> right. He's like, and also, that was one of the things we said on the podcast about that episode was literally that ragtag group of rogues gallery villains was the least intimidating villain team ever. Right. Like, I thought I could beat up all of those guys. None of those guys were like, like they were, none of them were really professionals. Um, they were right. all like haphazardly planning this crime. From the jump of the movie, they tell you like, oh, so we fucked up getting in here and the cops will be here in like an hour. So it's like, you guys are terrible at crime. They just have to wait you out an hour and then you have to leave. This is what, such fucking stupid criminals. It would have, it would have been better if they were like, I don't know, like, uh, paramilitary, like assassins or something. Like if they were some type of like, if they made me feel scared, then I would have felt more scared for her and her kids. But right, but I they didn't, didn't make me feel scared. Right. No, I like, and the one dude's like, he's on his lunch break. He's like, all right, yes! guys. Look, this crime's taking. He's 20. got a Home Depot apron on. He's like, I gotta get back to work. Come on, guys. Listen. Yes. This is like, taking a while. I thought right. we'd be out of here. Like, he looking at his watch like, I'm trying to make a, a, a return on my investment and y'all are fucking it up for me. Right. Come on now. Let's sell this house. God. And then the one dude that feels like he would be doing criminal shit to them is like second in command. He's not even like, like, Roberto, stop right. stabbing people and get back to fucking work. He's like, oh, I know. boss. I know, get get back to the lawn section, sir. Right. Oh, I'm a, oh, man, if he would let me kill you, I would so fucking kill you and your whole family. But like, 
I'm a criminal that respects protocol. I know. Uh, I gotta go fuck with this fertilizer. I'll be right back. But yeah, I, I, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was pretty bad. It was. It was pretty uh, yeah. bad. Um, but it gave me what I, what I like about that series, which is, uh, uh white people keep fucking with something till it kills them. <laughs> it's like my second second favorite genre of movie (laughs) it's just so weird how they haven't figured out by now we're like five movies in we're on the second series of this thing being a bad idea like maybe we can make giant predators work yeah no it's never gonna work it's so it's so dumb because they're like um the selling point of this dinosaur is that it's a ruthless killing machine that has no morals and eats like everything in its sight and they're like we should fucking put that out in the earth dude like why are we just putting it on this island man let's let it get to humanity it's like they keep fucking with shit and then like the way that they ended it with the whole like um the clone girl being the one to be like let them be free it's like wait a minute have we have have i been watching these movies backwards for five movies was i always supposed to be rooting for dinosaurs to be free because i just didn't know i didn't get that vibe until that moment i was like oh wait i it's kind of like playing the apes like no the apes are the heroes let let them be free let them fucking and so now i think jurassic world whatever the next one is jurassic planet i don't know whatever the next one whatever the next one i don't know jurassic everything jurassic solar system i know whatever the next one is we we coming to fuck you up i think i'm gonna root for the dinosaurs next time (laughs) i don't i think i'm done rooting with for the humans in that series i think it's time for dinosaur freedom (laughs) dinosaur rights maybe they'll get like a planet of the dinosaurs type vibe they'll start talking to each other and i know hashtag computers i know hashtag all dinosaur lives matter like i mean that's what it matters what it said at the end of the movie they keep making the dinosaurs smarter like right the, the last one was like uh uh like it was the indominus rex before this and it was like a big ass tyrannosaurus rex that could make itself invisible change its heat uh it was smart enough to climb out of its pen but it, instead it like cloaked itself and then walked out the pen like a fucking like kaiser sose <laughs> or some shit so i feel like the the then they made it with a raptor which is the smartest of the of the dinosaurs and it's got the the other like already had raptor dna and it already was smart and it still kept the superpowers of the other dinosaur i really think the next one is gonna be like a heist film starring that dinosaur <laughs> yes <laughs> like i'm hacking like a team of 11 dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> all in like fancy suits <laughs> just like yes. each one has a special skill uh dinosaur oceans 11 Perfect. yes I- can't wait for the yeah what job. is that i'm like, there whatever that dude who founded the park i always forget his name but it could be like his 11 you know what i mean like yeah hammond's 11 yeah. 11. 11 it's just dinosaurs wearing monocles and top hats and shit and they're like suits and they're like hacking in the fucking banks and i know like we'll get in the vault and you're like oh man these dinosaurs are so fucking smart why did we ever let them out i know and then, then they're talking about how dumb people are all oh, these people they're so stupid all right last last movie question guys what are y'all looking forward to for either the rest of this year or coming up next year like what movie has your uh has your eye i'll start first with you mike i think sure uh i want to see the nun which comes out next weekend because uh the trailer scared the shit out of elizabeth not once but twice uh the second time we had already seen it together so i i just can't wait like i usually we don't usually go see horror movies you guys listen to the podcast we very rarely review horror movies because i get enough 
bad stuff in real life, but we all get <laughs> enough bad stuff in real life. I want to go see uh, two hours of a, a scary movie. So, but this one is different because it looks so creepy that I kind of want to see it just to see what her reaction will be. Uh, and that might be kind of entertaining, but that's the, like the immediate one that I'm kind of excited about. The immediate one I'm excited about is Peppermint with Jennifer Garner. Yes. It's like taken with a female. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Listen, <laughs> did you watch Alias? Cause it's kind of like, yeah, I enjoy it. Alias. It, it's like if Alias was real and then, um, Sydney became, um, uh, Gina Davis's character in Long Kiss Goodnight like um that yeah. that's what it's like it's like that's in my head canon that's what happened like she lived through all of the alien <laughs> show and then she like was like i'm gonna get a family now and i'm gonna just chill and then um these <laughs> then the mexican gang of course shoots up the carnival as they do yeah and, <laughs> and, and, why, why were they why was there a drive-by at the carnival that's the only thing i have I didn't no get, like, idea who's, at, who's on the ferris wheel that they actually want to kill yeah it's it's literally there's like a, uh, there's, there's like a gangbanger with like cotton candy it's like oh, shit, that was for me wasn't it yeah. <laughs> I, I just came here for the for that for the uh candy apple i didn't know i was gonna get shot at that's all i wanted i hope the plot is that um i hope the plot is that the mexican gang got cheated at all the games at the carnival ah! like, they met at all the carnies like i really wanted that fucking teddy bear eh? and then it's like fucking come back and oozy up the place i know and these like, games are rigged take this and then and then like she um and then the other thing was that she had um it's basically the origin story of like the punisher because mm-hmm. like the punisher same yeah. thing like He's chilling with his family right. in like the park or the carnival and then motherfuckers get to killing uh his family and shit and now you should have killed him because he's gonna kill all of you and um i'm always into that and then jennifer garner is one of my faves so yeah i, I really am looking forward to peppermint um it looks Karen. like fun and i think yeah yeah sorry go no ahead. go ahead no mike you got it i was just gonna say like uh part of the reason i'm excited for it you you compared it to taken uh, I think Liam Neeson started something with Taken where it was kind of the brainless action movie with somebody who hasn't been an action star before. I know Jennifer Garner did Alias, but it's almost like that. They started this thing where it's like white white actors in their 60s who were kind of done uh, are now getting like a second breath of fresh or a second mm-hmm. wind where they get to be an action star like Kevin Costner, Liam Neeson. And now it's like going down to like Jennifer Garner and hopefully it goes out to other <laughs> other groups group. as well to right. get that opportunity to make like a dumb action movie so should be fun yeah it's one of my favorite genres of movies so i said my second favorite was um sci-fi white people fucking with shit until it kills them which you know um yeah. that's that's like a staple of the hollywood it's like let's make that movie again <laughs> prometheus is you know even like venom oh. venom looks like that but but they just calling it a comic book movie like it just took venom and was like no yeah. let's just make it white people fucking with something and then it kills them and you're like okay i'm I'm down with this <laughs> um but my first my first favorite genre of movie is impossible white man movies yes me and too. so those are like you know skyscraper right. die hard um and then like you said with taken taken took it another step and was like what if we made it more impossible by having a 60 year old white man kill people now it's called impossible white man <laughs> But you don't actually have to be a white man to be an impossible white man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that's just the name of the genre. Right. Like, you know, um, you don't uh, die. Well, and Equalizer it, Two just came out. Yes, exactly. It, impossible white man movie starring Denzel Washington. Yeah. 
um <laughs> and and so this movie um peppermint looks like impossible white man starring an older woman and i love that trickle down like it's that meritocracy of it where it's like all right guys we've had enough of the same white dudes let's get some chicks in there and so i kind of i'm really looking forward to her getting her chance to just like randomly kill people uh with impunity uh karen what about you what's your most anticipated 2018 movie coming up oh 2018 Mm -hmm. well i love this is the third time in a row i know i know i know (laughs) i am looking forward i'm just gonna skip the rest of this year because there's no disney movies coming out in december i want to i'm looking forward to infinity wars part two like that that like i I, like i mean everything else is cool Mm -hmm. it's a substitute like that's what i want to know the rest of the storyline okay um i thought you were gonna uh maybe pick like creed 2 or something like that i'm looking forward to that too but you know yeah no no mm -mm, mm -mm. okay well i'm just saying in 2018 um mine i think is i think widows comes out this uh fall yes um and that joint looks that trailer is is a beast Mm -hmm. like they're gonna be fucking some shit up yeah that trail between like my favorite trailers of this year were probably um obviously the mission impossible trailer yes the original the one that the one that had the like yes. the up with the victim down with the yes, why did you stop playing that one that was awesome okay we went for that super shitty one right yes. we didn't know that and i'm gonna tell you right now the most hilarious part is for for months neither one of us knew that fucking song all i knew is i was like boop boop do 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 and she was like walk on beat and yeah. they would shoot the guns so finally some fans of the show actually sent us the link to the song i was like okay that's what the hell that song is yeah. i didn't give a fuck all i know was that i liked the way it flowed with the movie and they made that song like years ago right like, they didn't even make that song for that movie it just happened to go so great with that trailer oh uh, yes and i got mad when they changed it i was like what the fuck is this we yeah. not on beat no more yeah uh, i did too yeah i did too like you can't just like change that great music like at least keep the music right you know what i mean but then they change it to like you know every other trailer is just like either like super slow-mo r&b or Mm-mm. like trap music or something i, I don't like i was not shit. interested in none of that nah mm-hmm. man it's tom cruise he deserved the best man um which <laughs> that outside of outside of the marvel movies that's probably my favorite movie of the year um by the way i forgot to mention that um so that was uh, a great one yeah yes. man he did his thing man that motherfucker learned to fly a helicopter on the fly yes he did <laughs> and he ran a he ran a marathon in the whole movie nobody does that man and <laughs> and it was right it was kind of like when um ant-man had um michael pena do his thing mm-hmm. and, and but it was right at that moment in the theater and i guess probably everyone had the same thought where you're like is Michael Pena gonna do that thing? Did I just fucking buy a ticket to Ant Man? And he's not even gonna do the fucking thing. And not only does he do the thing, but he does it for like two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, he's doing the thing. Everybody's like cracking up like more and more and more. Um, and then and then they don't go back to it. So like, there's just like the perfect like. We knew you were looking for the thing, guys. That's what Tom Cruise running right. was. Tom Cruise running in this one was everyone in the theater been like, so he's not gonna do the run. I mean, and they're like, oh, he's gonna do the run. He's gonna do the run <laughs> way fucking harder than he's ever done the run. Yes. Oh, you thought he didn't have it? Did you think Tom Cruise didn't have it in him no more? <laughs> um, that motherfucker's aging backwards. That was so beautiful. Ain't he aging backwards? Yes, <laughs> oh, he is. God, what a great moment. That that, look, that one, of my, one of my 
Sorry, I was going to say, one of my favorite parts in any movie this year, and I think one of the most motivational parts in any movie, is when Tom Cruise is behind the wheel, or whatever, I don't know if helicopters have wheels, but <laughs> uh, behind the steering thing of a helicopter, and he, he stops off the, like, he's like, all right, don't worry about it, I'll get the thing, and then he goes, all right, I can do this, and you're like, oh shit, he's going to figure it out <laughs> yeah. now. And you're like, why, why can't, he, I can't get up at 5.30 to work out at the gym, and he can teach himself how to use a helicopter? Right. Like, I gotta, I gotta work harder. Right. Like, and, and like, they're what not- What have I been doing with my life? And the rest of the team's not even, pri- they're not even privy to this part of the conversation, cause he's just like, uh, yeah, I'm on my way, I'm right behind him. Alright, up is down. <laughs> and then this must be on. I'm like, what the fuck? And he still did it. Ah, oh, what a, that's He's my like man. Googling it on his phone. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is my man, dude. Tom Cruise, like, the, everyone it. says, like, oh, Tom Cruise should play someone in the Marvel movie. No. He's already a superhero. Yes, he will, he will play himself. What, what are we talking about here? Yeah, he should show up in the Marvel Universe as Tom Cruise and beat Thanos. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's the secret to the Avengers yes. 1 part 2 is Tom. Everybody's like, it's Tom Cruise. He doesn't have, like, an intro or anything. Mm-mm. He just shows up. <laughs> guys, I see you guys are in real trouble this time. I waited the other 17 movies out, but we went back to the 80s and got 80s Tom Cruise to come fix this shit. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. This is, I'm pretty sure this has officially been the longest intro ever to the Blackout Test Podcast, but um this is the blackout tips podcast and uh you can find us on itunes and stitcher mm-hmm. leave us five star reviews um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions who has a youtube page they would mm-hmm. love for you guys to click on things to like them to share them they're putting up a new video uh literally this minute um on youtube at 11 a.m he told me um so if you go to their youtube channel shadow dog productions um check out their new video like it click on it share it all those things leave a comment the, all the things you do on youtube um and then uh also don't forget our live show september 20th is coming up um Woo-hoo! uh they still have tickets available general admission vip sold out but if you um uh, are in the charlotte area and you need a ticket and you can't afford a ticket we have people who have bought tickets to to give, give. to people mm-hmm. who can't you know either can't afford it or um maybe they weren't gonna be able to make it or whatever so email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com and i will send you over the pdf of the ticket you print it out show up at, at showtime and we'll see you uh see you guys on september 20th i know we're so <laughs> looking forward to it and also i've i almost forgot today is what the, the second i don't know if the second or the third i know annual. yeah the blackout tips day mm-hmm. yeah so wear your blackout tips gear out guys okay take pictures let us know that you're thinking about us spread the word people are gonna be like whoa that is a fire shirt where'd you get that from you be like oh these faces <laughs> these faces on my chest these are people who have opinions and you can go listen to them yes we appreciate everybody takes time out <laughs> to do that um <clears throat> all right let's get into different stuff with the news um we have talked so long i'm gonna skip regular news wait did regular news happen i don't know it don't matter it's depressing yeah uh all right let me check the regular news real quick before i, I know regular news i'm like boo is there anything to talk about <laughs> um yeah i didn't watch any one of those funerals guys so i don't mm-hmm. have any uh funeral updates for everybody me either i don't really consume funerals as entertainment and you're right can the rest of these are pretty uh depressing all right mm-hmm. let's let's move to some other depressing news and play some games guys all right um actually you know what let's make it a special day let's do white people news okay 
we rarely have white people on the show we got some official <laughs> white people here i feel like we should play we got some experts on this right we now we have people (laughs) who will know who these people are we don't i don't know who people are like i really don't i'll be like who why are we talking about them yeah we don't always know who these white people are and Mm -hmm. karen and i spend a a lot of the time being like well what did they do i know i'm researching maybe you guys will know um now of course as with all white people news i have to start it with um a cover of black people music by white people with a boo <clears throat> this is actually secretly everybody's favorite part you know they write me and say it's not uh but i think the lady doth protest too much because you guys <laughs> seem to respond to this uh more than anything else so how bad is this gonna be uh well this one is uh oh unavailable wow i hate when they know it's terrible and they take it down before i can share it with you guys <laughs> uh all right he must have knew he had no reason fucking with that all right let's do a different one let's see if i can bring this one up uh oh man this is gonna piss a lot of people it's uh anita baker a lot of people's uh fave um and uh there's a live band that is doing a whole thing with her oh snap Um, as soon as it loads i don't know if i'm ready for this i mean see the other part of it is it could be really good that's tr- it could be. occasionally we hit yeah, one every now and we're and like then. wow these people are really good at this and i appreciate them it doesn't always have to be terrible it's just normally terrible so <laughs> this, this is by uh bird and the band is the name of um this group um let me see how many uh how many views this has 670 views so it's up in the air guys we don't know that they're good because not enough people have seen it but it does have 15 thumbs up and two thumbs down um which we don't know who thumbs those up sometimes it could be family and friends it could be the band themselves Okay, before I even finish this, can I just say I love her dress? I love that dress. And the the thing with her hair, that is dope. I love the love in the background. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I love you, baby. Stay with me. And you will see my arms. We'll hold you, baby. Never leave. Because I feel. I'm in love, sweet love. Hear me calling out your name. I feel no shame. I'm in love, sweet love. Don't you ever go away. It'll always be this way. Your heart is calling me closer to you. I will be. Don't you ever go away It'll always be this way 
me know you're my man, I'm your girl. I'll never go. Wait and see, can't be wrong. Don't you know this is where you belong? Oh, the sweetest dream. How lovely, baby. Stay right here. You know what? I like it. It's bad. No, it's not bad. It's not. Okay. As I can feel. I, I can feel a little hate coming off of the chat room, like they was trying to hate on it. it it's, but. Like it's better. Like like mm-hmm. at least she stayed on beat because a lot of times we get it where they don't stay on beat or right. they, they remix it so bad you don't even recognize the song. Right. And I give her credit for staying within her range because you know she an, did stay an, within Anita. Range. She has like a deep voice, like like a deepness to her voice, and she was like, "Look, I, I can't do all she that, didn't so I'm do, gonna stay here." She didn't do an Anita impression, right? And I think that was the smartest part, correct? Of the because can't nobody be Anita. <clears throat> all right, guys, let's get into white people news. All right, we've suffered enough, and I don't have any Trump news today <laughs> um, to to also talk about. So. Because normally we also talk about Trump here because white people voted for Trump, not us. But uh, we we decided not to today because I don't have any fucking new news with that dude. I wish he would have went to that, that funeral for McCain so we could have... Um, oh, that would have been a meltdown. I just want to see him try to sit still without tweeting for two hours and see what the fuck that looks like. <laughs> Sweating and shit. Uh, and then you know they're going to be talking shit about him. Anyway. Um, oh, wait. Why that makes noise? Anyway, um, to white people news. Ben Affleck has a new girlfriend shauna sexton who's 22 and she is sizzling and bikini photos apparently oh ain't this the one that did not take him to rehab okay so the ben affleck saga um he was married to jennifer garner Mm -hmm. but then he like got caught on tom brady's plane with like some chicks or something and then they got divorced and then he started dating Lindsay Shookus, who writes for Saturday Night Live. And then they broke up very recently. Mm-hmm. And now he has a 22-year-old girlfriend named Shauna Sexton. Um, but then he just went to rehab where Jennifer Garner drove drove him to rehab. Right. Um, so I don't know if they're still together, him and his 22-year-old girlfriend, or or what. You know, kind of that might have been part of the rehab re like the the drugs i don't know if that was a real thing but uh anyway she's sizzling in a bikini photo shoot and that's important um she's not afraid to show a little skin and ben affleck's new girlfriend shauna sexton appeared to be reveling in the moment in front of the lens that she posed in a bikini during a photo shoot on monday morning the 22 year old playboy model man is every rich white dude over like 50 in hollywood dating the same chick like is there just like an assembly line? What the fuck? Like is there a catalog? It's actually the same sizzling chick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. It's like is there a catalog? They're just like, oh, I'll take uh the Playboy model again. Um, so then um, she took a uh a, a photos. It was it was a uh, she was reveling in the moment in front of the lens she posed in bikini during a photo shoot. The 22 year old Playboy model put a killer curves on display in a retro inspired Versace two piece report uh amir reports that her actor Bo split from lindsay shookus after more than one year of dating and there she is in her at the photo shoot which is kind of always funny because like that's a 
candid photo of an actual photo being taken that's a real photo right <laughs> uh, it's like here's that pic here's like a preview of that picture before photoshop and lighting and all the shit they do uh shauna's sun-kissed skin glistened in the sunlight as she struck a pose in the mustard yellow bikini a tight bando what is it bando i have no idea band b-a-n-d-e-a-u bando uh, anyway it a tight bando top uh i guess the type of top okay it must oh it must be this halter top thing okay that's a bando apparently guys now we know oh guess you're up for bandana because it looks like a bandana mm. well i know band- so it looks like a wrap or something <laughs> yes yeah. something you wrap around your elbow or yeah <laughs> i know bando in rap means abandoned building that you sell drugs from but i'm sure they're not talking about the same thing. i'm positive that's not the same thing yeah fetty wop and her are not <laughs> they don't hang yeah um, <laughs> but the bando top was wrapped around her apple at ample assets and a sheer black oh, kimono shit. with gold studs draped across her shoulders and Imagine, we always load the descriptions because the description tells you a lot when they describe people matching high-waisted bottoms revealed tan lines on her hips with a black leather belt wrapped around her felt physique and various gold chain golden chains draping down her thighs yeah i see she has like two crosses on in this picture so she's like doubly religious man that's probably yeah. why that's, <laughs> that's probably why her and ben got together you know what i mean they met in church and then she, he was like oh my god two crosses like yeah somebody by the point does bathing do bathing suits actually need a belt um i don't think they <laughs> that is an unvarnished guard choice there karen to wear that belt um keeping with her retro theme a bevy of chokers were positioned around her neck with massive gold earrings peeking from underneath her ashy blonde hair now that is weird that ashy is a compliment in this chant in this phrase you you really don't see ashy as a compliment in our community no it means you need lotion right that is interesting (laughs) ashy blonde hair uh she added a pair of strappy black heels to her already statuesque frame and kept a wide brimmed hat on her head sexton has been spotted around town with ben throughout the week after the couple were first seen leaving nobu malibu on thursday that means he's definitely doing cocaine no that that much (laughs) if you're hanging out with 22 year old models and you're a grown-ass man you're doing cocaine so it's not too much of a shock that the outlet reported on monday that the batman star 46 is split from his girlfriend in one year lindsey shook is 38 they are very still very amicable and have stayed friends does anyone have a bad breakup in hollywood (laughs) everyone's friends is uh, he got caught cheating on a plane, but they're still very friendly about everything. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Cause it's okay to be mad. Cause everybody's rich, so like, hey, I got money, you got money, we good. Versus a lot of times somebody end up broke or losing half, so everybody's like, that bitch stole my money! I don't know. I feel like if, <laughs> if your man gets spotted with a 22 year old model leaving the club, it's okay to be a little upset for a while. It is. It this is. was a week ago. Right. And she's already like, we're still friends. It's, totally fine everyone i would yeah. never be mad because he's actually old enough to be her father right that's true um they're still very amicable and have stayed friends and they both tried to make it work but the distance just proved to be too much for them right now family comes first for them both unless it's with this woman who is 22 years old and drugs <laughs> ben lives in los angeles to to be near the three kids he shares the jennifer garner violet seraphina and samuel 
Lindsay lives in new york to be near her young son and also her job producing saturday night live um and i guess this is when ben uh and her went for food last on sunday Mm. in the car she really does like she could be his daughter though like for real yes like oh my daughter's about to go off to college and i was taking out the brunch like for ha- driving her to right like he had her in his <laughs> 20s right mm-hmm. ben and Lindsay said were said to be an item on july of 2017 and they made their first official appearance together in september 2017 the couple were last photographed together in july in puerto rico and shook us reportedly deleted her instagram account on sunday see she didn't know about this shit she's lying or her rep is lying with that hoe with her friends you don't delete your instagram when this motherfucker gets caught with a 22 year old model because you knew (laughs) Lindsay was noticeably absent from his 46th birthday festivities with the family on wednesday evening shauna who hails from virginia beach virginia received the coveted title of miss may 2018 oh it's down to months now okay (laughs) and has also (laughs) has also returned to playboy for various blogs and photo shoots so that's kind of like the jet beauty of the week type thing Mm -hmm. i guess that you get beauty of the month for playboy um sexton lists herself as single on her facebook page yeah because she she is like Mm -hmm. i'm 22 why am i with this old man right and (laughs) and in addition to her career as a scantily clad model she boasts about her work with animals as a veterinarian technician uh i started in this field when i was about 16 said she told playboy after my first experience in surgery i realized working fast paced and under pressure is for me whatever requires me to move quickly and freely is intriguing i love surgery more than anything well good because this dude is old and he might yeah, need he, some right he can't move freely and quickly baby it's limitations to what he can do if they ever have to do that scene from pulp fiction where he overdoses she's she's there <laughs> um <laughs> at the time she told the publication that she was very much single and is looking for someone with a strong head on their shoulders i want someone who's able to compromise but doesn't sell themselves short i appreciate people who are the truest forms of themselves and brutally honest about who they are the armageddon star appearance comes after he celebrated his birthday with his children who they who they've lynched his children again which they must have forgot they already told us their names uh violet <laughs> seraphina and samuel um earlier in the day i think he forgot about them too right, right. yes he did he did what's your name again which um, one are you i just want to make sure i'm not dating one of you guys because I, I like them young earlier in the day <laughs> ben was spotted earlier in the day ben was spotted headed in the refugee recovery treatment center in the venice beach area of los angeles that's that's so ritzy that they like it's kind of some irony to the fact that they have this rich ass recovery center and then they name it refugee like like the rich people go to refugee recovery uh so ridiculous um ben and jen uh have been have yet to settle their april 2017 divorce and are separating after separating in june 2015 following 10 years of marriage so they're not even i guess technically divorced yet ah Mm mm-hmm uh, the actor is reportedly in a good place and is doing well after recent reports service that he and Jen, 46, were sent legal warnings by the court for dragging their feet over their divorce. He's in a good place mentally and has worked really hard to get here, a source told the publication. He continues to focus on himself and the health of his relationships. So. Oh, so the court was like, y'all taking too long. Either divorce or don't. Quick time our courtroom up with this <laughs> bullshit. Right. They do need to hurry up and get divorced though. Right? 
um she he's gonna try to take some of that peppermint money she gotta watch out <laughs> um right and, and then you know what's weird they dragging their feet and then you know it's some marriages i think that shit is like fedex is like ooh, three days later we divorced you're like how the fuck you get divorced that quickly yeah i think uh kim kardashian had like a whole ass wedding like we married and old like She's like, it hasn't been 30 days. This does not count. I have the receipt and I would like a refund. A refund on all my investments. On everything. Um, and other related white people news. Drunk wasps are going on stinging rampages in UK beer gardens. Oh, wasps get drunk? Uh, apparently, <laughs> this article says talk about a buzzkill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh apparently wasps are angry drunks guys um the the the, these little pests are likely to get even more pest like when booze is involved according to the daily mail wasps that have been imbibing and leftover cider at beer gardens have been going on stinging rampages in the uk wreaking havoc on larger loving lagger loving humans uh apparently they're leaving shit out and they like oh something to drink and then like i'm fucked up yeah and i would imagine it doesn't, it doesn't take that much beer to get a wasp drunk i imagine right probably a sip it's a fucking right. wasp so just any amount left over and then now you gotta fight wasp uh i think the real problem is gonna be when they find their way to the uh, liquor cabinet because right. then they're really gonna get <laughs> yeah, the real problem right start getting into mixed drinks is all over guys right. all over <laughs> Uh, apparently the insects have been turning to cider for sustenance after a harsh UK winter um, because of storm Emma it affected way more than just you and your neighbors wasps have built absolutely massive nests now and have Ooh. and that all the larvae they've grown up and the queen has stopped laying eggs the colonies have a workforce with nothing to do and nothing to eat so they go down to the pub obviously so they're like humans oh shit they're like we bored I ain't got no job <laughs> I ain't got no money. I'm gonna get fucked up, man. Right. I can't get no honey or no honey. What the hell is this? Right. The wasps don't do honey. What the fuck are you looking at, man? What are you looking at, bro? You got a problem? And then they just start stinging. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. Yeah, that's the bees. That's their cousin. My bad. No, bees are industrious. They're like the hardworking wasps and shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bees probably the bees are like the respectable ones in the community and they look down on the wasps like oh fuck the wasps they're always ruining everything like the bees probably the bees read this article and they're like these fucking wasps man now they're gonna be out fucking trying to kill us all right I, i'm just hard working i'm just trying to make a life for me and my family and y'all are fucking it up right the bees that's that's who needs to take care of this the bees need to go down to the uh beer garden and be like guys leave the humans alone okay we're hard working and you're fucking up the whole community right now and and get get your shit together yeah i can't see the bees somebody somebody said the bees out there with signs i'm like get a job you bums right and then the, and then the wasp and then the wasps can sting sting multiple times without dying oh but, but bees can only sting once so it's like not fair either you know maybe that's the difference is if bees could sting you without dying maybe they wouldn't be responsible and and studio i mean i always i always assumed growing up that wasps were like the bad guys and bees of the insects who could sting you bees were like kind of the good guys because wasps were just dicks like bees had to be if they stung you they were dying right right? but they were dying so that it meant something to them they were defending themselves wasps could just sting as many people as they want right they were just assholes like wasps will like follow you and shit you know what i mean 
like like if you run away from a b of b's like all right all right he got the message let's go back to the hive but (laughs) the fucking the wives were just looking for trouble like uh in um um west side story you know what yeah I mean? that, that's like holding him back he's like no bro don't hold me back right. i'm gonna get them jimmy get the heater i'm gonna, gonna take him down i know right um so so bright uh so britain shouldn't be surprised they start finding swarms hovering over their leftover ciders or fruity bear fruity beers however the alcohol makes the wasp very testy which leads to them stinging people more aggressively um <laughs> uh more aggressively this article has so many good editorials sounds a bit like other pub patrons we know frankly who who are you even talking to article writer who are these pub patrons that's out here stinging folks john you know what you do uh uh, billy we seen you last week right what does that mean a rep for for the sussex wildlife trust told the daily mail in the spring queen wives wake from hibernation and start to build their nest laying eggs and raising their first brood of daughters so the nests only get bigger and the wives get more numerous and the wasp party debauchery continues uh these pests are also attracted to sweet foods much much like humans are that is a scientific fact <laughs> d was this written by a wasp i know we're, we're like yeah you you be like yeah you overweight fat bastards right watch your back humans i'm drunk and i'm writing this and i don't just sting i also sting with biting sarcasm and wit as an addition to my actual stings and i will be eating your cupcakes that you have next week <laughs> D. D. Ward Thompson, technical manager at the British Pest Control Association, told Daily Mail that the best way to avoid these drunken insects is to dispose of your trash properly. We always advise waste be secured, bagged, and held with a clean container away from where young children might play. So keep your your beer empties away from uh, away from the kids, everybody. And the the wasp, apparently. Drunk wasps are going done with our shit. (laughs) <laughs> um kelsey grammar he's a white person uh he's pretty white that's, that's mm-hmm. um he uh says his fourth wife's name is tattooed on his by his crotch to prevent him from cheating i don't think that's how that works is that is that how cheating yeah is it supposed to like put a ceiling around it you know somebody goes you know goes for some action all of a sudden a covering bounces around it i don't understand yeah like you pull out your dick and somebody oh my god who's chelsea oh man damn i almost <laughs> almost was able to cheat oh my god uh, like, oh my god what is this wild on your dick poo, poo, poo. get this shit time. off of here also would never this also seems like something fraser crane would never do like this seems so beneath no, no a man way. of that or the beast or even beast in uh in x-men uh kelsey Grammer's fourth wife K- uh k-a-y-t-e is that kate or katie i don't know how you, i don't know if her name's kate or katie k-a-y-t-e that's a different spelling um rich white people and poor black people we have the same names look it up it's true <laughs> kate, kate came up with an inventive way to ensure her husband keeps her his marital promise of fidelity during a visit on conan on wednesday grammar opened up about the tattoo of kate's or katie's name he has by her his crotch revealing that it was her idea to put the permanent ink there so he wouldn't cheat it was more of a sort of an ownership thing he said 
he is 63 years old and this is the way he came up with the not cheat you know as a 63 year old (laughs) the same same way like a 14 year old would right my wife said why don't you get a tattoo i guess it was sort of based on the idea that if i ever thought maybe a peccadillo outside of marriage was a good idea you can't use peccadillo and i need a tattoo by my dick in the same is that an animal what the hell is a peccadillo uh, it's a affair. It's a nice. It's a nice word for affair. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a, a animal. I was like, what kind of animal is this? It's the cousin to the armadillo. That's what I was thinking. I was like, they must be relatives. What the fuck is this? Uh, it was. He said, uh, uh, if she thought it was a good, if I might think that cheating on her was a good idea, that whoever might be, you know, seeing this particular piece of equipment would see it, uh, was already signed and owned by someone named Kate. Um, oh so it's called a piece of equipment that's what we calling it now this is also betting heavily <laughs> this is betting heavily on a guy who's already had three failed marriages right like now he gotta have this forever like okay i guess you know believe in yourself but you're just gonna be her like wife number five and she's gonna always be like oh yeah that's right you used to be married to kate uh or katie um news of his tattoo first made headlines in 2012 tattoo artist james eastwood told the chicago sun times that he inked the former fraser and cheer star the tattoo set in blue ink with letters about half an inch tall cost the actor 60 dollars. that's it uh kate was by his side during the inking at the time they had only been married 14 months and she was pregnant with their first child daughter faith evangeline elisa now six the couple have two other children, Kelsey Gabriel Elias and Arden James Ellis. Man, men mm-hmm. kick it forever. So, so let me get this straight. The kids aren't a good reminder not to cheat, but the mm-hmm. tattoo on your dick is a perfect reminder. Yeah, right. It Got is. it. I just wanted it to make is. that clear. Yeah. Sometimes you know how you forget. You're like, am I married or not? Oh, this tattoo by my dick. That is right. I'm sorry, ma'am. Yeah. You're gonna have to leave. Right. And good. who the fuck are these kids here? <laughs> oh, that's right, right. they're mine. <laughs> right. Right. And it's dependent on the woman to have the woman that would be having an affair with him to have all the morality, right? Like it's on right. the, like it's on her to be like, I'm gonna suck Cassie Grammar's dick. Wait a minute, <laughs> sir. This, I, this is an outrage. Oh. I will not sully my lips no, near that name. Not. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, Walsh, Walsh met Grammar in England uh, when he was still married to his third wife, Camille Grammar. So she's like, you know what? A tattoo would have stopped me. So <laughs> I would have, I would have spat that dick right out of my mouth if I read that tattoo. Uh, <laughs> uh the former couple the, that that'd be a hell of a spit take to record right <laughs> what kate uh the former couple tied the knot in 1997 and shared two children together mason 16 and jude 13 camille filed for a divorce from kelsey in 2010 after he told her of his affair when filming wrapped on season one of real housewives of beverly hills he was on that or his wife was on that probably his wife like, oh i didn't wow so they're getting actual people. Mm-hmm. Huh. I thought they were just making that shit up. Mm-mm. Like, oh, this person is, this person's important. They're on reality TV. Yeah, we don't know the importance of the connections, but yeah, they be somebody. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, their divorce would go on to be finalized in 2011. Two weeks later, uh, he got married to Kate. 
wow yep kelsey has said that he regretted how he handled his divorce from camille telling anderson cooper in 2012 that he wished he was honest about his affair from the get-go it was the worst decision he said i should have come home from england when i first met kate or katie and said listen i've met somebody and this hasn't been working for a long time and i regret not doing that it was very painful and uncomfortable it was uncomfortable for kate or katie it was uncomfortable for all of us there are a ton of things what i that i do regret but i can't spend my life apologizing we make mistakes in life that but hopefully we're with people who know how to forgive now look at this tattoo on my dick this, this time's gonna be different this makes it official <laughs> in june uh camille confessed on twitter that the two were anything but amicable explaining that they don't speak oh fondly yes oh. Realness. this is what i'm talking about fuck kelsey grammar girl he cheated on you i don't begrudge him his happiness what's unnerving is the fact that i was there to help him get through some of his hardships and supported his career and his sobriety i was right by his side and he acts like i never existed that's disappointing we were together through his success i was there during the writer strike and the cancellation of back to you we moved the company to our home in malibu i sat at his bedside for eight days straight while he was in the cardiac intensive care unit in nyc i read him poetry and helped him wash his hair she continued now i don't exist Mm. right she was like oh bitch i got the receipts what have you done camille came with that hot fire (laughs) yeah she was like i've been doing stuff a tattoo on his dick will never replace me it sure won't baby (laughs) can a dick tattoo wash your hair kelsey hmm can it sit with you in icu i don't think so despite both moving on camille is currently planning a wedding to fiance david c meyer she still wishes things are different with kelsey we had two beautiful children from our union and i was blessed to have shared those years of my life with him she wrote we both have moved on i just wish it ended in a more civil manner i bet you he don't get no invite oh no nah, you can't have, well he's a mother he's a father of kids i don't know how that works honestly i don't know how what you probably have to invite the father of the kids to the next wedding is that do you do you really do you yeah i just realized i don't know do you can you be like oh fuck (laughs) right can you be like no fuck you i don't want to be bothered with you today all right last white people news um uh actually let me make a see if i can find a shorter one because we're almost out of time uh a mom and son contract rat wait longworm rat longworm after eating raw centipedes why are we eating raw centipedes people it is white people news karen a woman and her grown son contracted rat longworm after eating raw centipedes that they bought at a market in china what i I have a question so we know that this is a disease that means other people have consumed this before for us to even be able to identify what the fuck it is i mean they sell it so somebody (laughs) bought it and ate it so but somebody, why would you do that somebody has eaten it before for them to be like oh you got this same shit well they just is it like a delicacy or some shit i or? don't know but don't be eating random books yeah scientists say not to eat it obviously they're saying um the a contenesis parasite often known as the rat longworm was transmitted through an intermediate centipede host rat longworm is a parasite that's found in rodents the infected rodents then pass the parasites larvae through their feces later infecting snails and slugs among other creatures that when they ingest the larvae humans who eat raw or undercooked snails or slugs then that contain the parasite can be infected 
it's typically found in china and east asia though it has also been reported in the u.s the newly reported research is significant because it suggests the parasite can be found in centipedes as well Mm-mm-mm. uh the mother and sons ages 78 and 46 um whose identity what? too old to know better than this right they remain their identities <laughs> remain anonymous but they were put into the hospital uh after eating the arthropods both patients exhibited signs of meningitis such as such as a long-lasting headache and drowsiness meningitis specialist uh, meningitis i don't know they suggested testing for longworms and then they found out that they had them um sounds like an episode of house right yeah and then the doctor got a real bad attitude and that's how they figured it out (laughs) he was mean to everybody because you can't be smart and nice in the world and be brilliant (laughs) all geniuses are dicks guys all right let's get into our last segment guys it's a little segment we like to call uh sword ratchetness Mm -hmm. um where we talk about a lot of people talk about gun crime and i do think we need different measures of gun control and stuff Mm -hmm. but we can't even have sword control yet people are walking around with swords hurting other people all the time and no one talks about it in the news except us let me play my intro song sound a drunk longest intro ever Mm -hmm. a drunk man terrified people as he swung a sword around a children's park oh shit right imagine drunk and having a sword he then approached this is when you need those wasps to sting him away right right (laughs) the drunk wasps right the drunk wasps that's right drunk wasps wouldn't have played that shit Mm -mm. (laughs) they'll be like oh now you need us and the bees would be like oh yeah we do we do need them for stuff like this this is a good point he then he then approached people while swinging a sword which he claimed he had taken with him to use as a support having lost his walking stick oh so that's what we're using swords as a walking stick that's like saying you got a shotgun because you lost your walking stick you know what i mean (laughs) if we respected the sword as a weapon then people would go that's a ridiculous thing to say sir you can't use a fucking sword because you don't have a cane that's no just get a cane just get a regular ass stick a concerned witness called police and officers found rollins carrying the sword in the park shortly before 9 p.m martina sherlock uh <laughs> prosecuting said rollins had started uh swinging the sword near a group of people prompting them to move towards the officers rollins and uh, of arbinger court in arbinger uh, wait abinger court in abinger road Portslade, told police he was in fear of being attacked by Ghanaians from london okay that feels a little racist i don't know what the people in ghana look like but why the fuck would he be scared of them and need a sword but if people just in the park chilling i don't know feels <laughs> like some we need to examine this dude's motivations and he had gone to the park to get fresh air because he felt wobbly from the booze and drugs he told the oh, police this and drugs why would you tell the cops that part uh, <laughs> also I'm probably under the influence of this weapon okay all right you're under arrest sir. Oh, you're under okay. arrest okay buddy open the showcase we don't need sherlock uh he appeared in court wearing a t-shirt with a print of Che guevara 
the argentinian marxist on it and a pair of jeans uh he he had 33 previous convictions for 80 oh. for 85 offenses some of which were violent what? wow how was he able to get a sword right why if it was, if it was a gun they would have been like why this is also indicted for having a gun but anyway rollins who was a uh, in receipt of benefits brought bought the sword which was blunt when he was caught with it for 80 pounds in oxford oxfordshire a lot of repeating locations today abinger court abinger road <laughs> and oxford oxfordshire uh he said he said <laughs> he said he did not see anyone about in the park so he decided to begin swinging the sword around oh okay i don't believe you i didn't see anyone else so i just started shooting and shit you know just blowing out some steam he pled guilty to possessing a bladed article in public space allison reby defendant said rollins is a vulnerable man with mental health issues which became prominent when he fell from a cliff 10 years ago oh and that's when he got that's when he got superpowers as a sword man right he uh told the court her client he didn't use his powers for goodness right her client suffers from client from uh from panic attacks and lives in a rented accommodation that's not really uh excuse for the this though for them 85 charges yeah Mm -hmm. how's that an extenuating circumstance uh he's he's rent and he (laughs) And he has panic attacks so you know right and he has the history of a superhero even though we think right. he's a super villain sometimes you gotta go to go swing swords in the park man you know how it is that's what that's what you do miss reby and rollins said rollins have been drinking at his flat he was feeling extremely anxious because people have been trying to get into his flat she said he had lost his walking stick that the week before so decided to use a sword to support himself when he left the house miss reby said rollins had eventually noticed it was very heavy and not suitable to use as a makeshift walking stick rollins claims not to remember what he had said to police after his arrest this is all bullshit Mm -hmm. this motherfucker said he was swinging in the park because he was bored and nobody was around and then they turned into some sob story of like he didn't have a cane what was he supposed to do your honors it's all you have to let him go he's innocent all right you didn't have a broomstick i mean nothing else around you could have used instead uh magistrate matthew irish said he did not believe the custody threshold had been met and he was told he would not be going to prison rollins wiped the tear from his eyes and said thank you so much oh yeah leave him on the streets to strike again next time he'll be in a fucking park full of children and it is gonna be the dead bodies will be on your hands 85 charges and y'all like nah he's good magistrate matthew irish is the, the problem with the system letting these sword offenders back on the streets to strike again agreed all right guys that's it for today's episode mike elizabeth you guys are great yes uh, we love your podcast we do everyone check out Thank we you. just saw a movie it's a great podcast mm-hmm. um we'll be back tomorrow with more stuff probably if we feel like it if not we'll be back tuesday um isn't tomorrow labor day i don't know uh, i it? feel like we can make an excuse to take the day off anyway <laughs> guys we'll be back um until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.